you sitting there, you at home, you ain't doing shit, scratching your genitals, scratching your ass, smelling your underarm, smelling your own breath, let me hear just for a few seconds, right? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. The creation tools allow you to, you know, record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. You can use that same hand you scratch your ass with to go to Anchor and record. It'll distribute your podcast for you to a plethora of DSPs. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Go download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What are you waiting for? Go. Right now. Get off the couch. Go to Anchor. Create a podcast. The world wants to hear what you have to say. Normal. Definition of normal. Conforming to a standard. Usual. Kind of typical. Expected. You know. My Angelou once said, if you're always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. Hmm. Whoopi Goldberg once said, normal is nothing more than a cycle on the washing machine. Now look, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know any of that shit, man. But I got my own opinions about being normal. What is normal? You ever think about that before? In psychology and psychiatry, it means average or typical, like I said before. But we too easily think of it as a synonym for how everybody is supposed to feel, supposed to think. So, pose my question. Is normal an illusion? Is it? Don't know. Let's speak on something I do know. My name is Khalil Snead. This is Trill Pill Podcast. We're going to start this show.
Now, I don't know about you, but I used to always think, am I normal? Someone act like yeah, act like everybody else. I think everybody is at a point, a time in their life, especially when they're younger. You're trying to find out who you are. You're trying to find out your identity. You're trying to figure out, you know, what makes people like you. You know, some people may not care about that, but it's only human for somebody to care about that in their younger years. Now, as you get older, you don't. You tend not to really give a fuck about what anybody thinks. You know what I'm saying? But when you're younger, you tend to like, man. Damn, am I normal? Like, everybody like ketchup on their fries and shit. I mean, like ranch. Is that normal? You know, small shit like that. You knew when you watch Kobe, right? You knew if he backed the guy down, route the block, you knew it's going to be a fadeaway. Why? That's what he normally does. If you watch Dirt, and he got the elbow in a triple threat position, what you think he gonna do? Toe tap, lean back, knee up, fade away. Why? Cause that's what the, that's what we normally see him do, right? Let's go even deeper in it, right? Let's go to. Like, don't worry. The 60s, 50s, 40s, 30s, 20s, 10s. Um, even back further than that. It was the norm to harm somebody for the color of their skin or any type of difference that, that was outside of the quote-unquote norm. Hell, even to this day, to be honest, it ain't got to be the 60s and 50s. It could be the 90s and the 2000s and 2020s. See, the norm sometimes seems just to fuck with black people or people of color or people that don't share the same interests as majority of people, you know, that's around them, you know. Um, so, well, I think about the term normal, right? It got me to thinking about if normal and illusion, right? Because I think if you ask 10 people what normal was, they will give you 10 different answers of what normal is to them. And those answers are subjective to their environment, where they grew up, you know, people around them. For instance, if you don't know by now, I'm from South Dallas, Texas. Right. So the normal for a kid in South Dallas, you were going to see your share of or hear your share of shootings, fights, shit like that. South Dallas is a poverty stricken area of Dallas, but it's beautiful. It has so much culture in it, so much history in it. And people don't even know about. Sometimes the people that stay in the neighborhood know nothing about that area and what it meant. And what it meant at its peak. You know, the culture that's in there. 
the people that come from there are all different, special people. You know? And I'm pretty sure you can say that for which, you know, whatever part of the city or city you from. But um being normal to me, like I said before, is an illusion. And I say that because if we're going by society's norms, right? They will tell you that oh, you're supposed to what uh nowadays is the when you're in your twenties you go through your whole phase and then your thirties and go get married and have so you mean to tell me that our society is telling our women, right, of all color, that do your twenties get thrapped all out. Just go for it. Take two if you can, three if you can. You know what I'm saying? And in your thirties, settle. Right? Settle for some guy that's going to get that beat up twice. Now, vice versa. You know, it can go both ways, but come on now. We know what's up. And, um, you know, they say it's normal for guys to, you know, not to show emotion. You got to be strong. You can't be out here bitching and crying. All that shit. That was our norms. You know what I'm saying? Like, nowadays, I think the definition of normal has definitely had no choice but to uh, broaden, you know, um, with people, you know, um, identifying themselves um, other than the normal gender roles or people identifying with the role that's not normal. Sometimes I think some people get a kick out of doing things that are not deemed as normal. For instance, me personally, I don't like syrup on pancakes, right? I just want butter, jelly. Now, somebody would be like, man, well, what the fuck wrong with you? You just... That's not the normal. I understand that. Certain things that I do understand is being raised by my mother and my father. Um, my brothers and sisters at some point or all have a trait that's not necessarily normal, right? Um, so I'm looking at them growing up, adapted to it, you know, so. My mother, she used to always tell me to, you know, don't try to, um, don't try to change and, you know, conform to what people think is normal. You know, you do you, regardless of whether it's normal to the, the masses or not. I took that to heart, right? And so I walked through life with an understanding of, I don't give a damn whether it's normal or not. It's what I do, you know, um... People are not getting any type of compensation for shit being normal. People don't really even know what normal is. People just have a definition of normal from what they've seen or from what they heard. So these days we have a lot of people who can't think for themselves. So they tend to rely on others, right? They rely on others 
to create norms for them, right? Um, if, for instance, like, when I was in high school, when New Jays came out, it seemed like everybody had them, right? <coughs> everybody had them. I remember, shit, any new shoe. <coughs> Excuse me. It was in middle school. It was the Valentine's Day Air Forces. It's regular-ass Air Forces that had the hearts in the back heel, right? Everybody had some. It's on, everybody has something, right? But me, I would always like the conventional shoe and nobody like, like a Nike Cortez, Saucony, things like that. Like, those are not shoes that the society would say are cool, right? I mean, when everybody had the J's in high school, everybody had the J's. Which one? I don't know. They just remix, move a logo, and resell the same goddamn shoe. I can't tell you which one it is, but... I had just got the Dwayne Wade's when he was a Converse, right? I got the Converse, Dwayne Wade's. That's what I want. My mama was like, boy, what type of shoes you want from school? Da, 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 da. Mama, let me get them Converse. Which ones? Right there at the D Wade's. I went to school. Boy, we weren't talking about rotisserie, barbecue. Deep fried, flame my ass. Boy, what the hell you got on? You got on some motherfucking me, uh, Converse. So, people didn't know what they were at first. Then they figured it out because Dwayne Wade was pretty popular at that time. So I was like, nigga, that's these. So, but it wasn't the norm, right? You know, just like it's not the norm for black people to have financial literacy or um being able to read or you know those are deemed the norm they're not truths right those are just norms that were just thrown out there by somebody or somebody's or we don't call them they thrown out there by they they could be anybody any color so you know I had kids early in life, not too early, but in college, freshman year, uh, not freshman year, freshman going to sophomore year. So my college, um, my college years wasn't the conventional or just normal years. I don't know if I use that word. Whatever. Anyway, they wasn't normal, right? Normal college, you think about, oh, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm party, I'm going to Wild the fuck out. Do whatever fuck out. You know what I'm saying? I want to. You know. Um, so, that didn't happen for me. Right? Um, had moments, but my normal college life was going to school. Um, trying my best to raise a kid at the young age. Not even knowing who I was. Not even knowing what my identity was. Just knew. When I have a baby, I'm in a position and step into a responsibility of having a child. Therefore, I'm the child's father. Therefore, it's my responsibility to go ahead and take care of that child and do whatever it takes, regardless of how much I know. I can't run from not knowing, right? So I stepped into it wholeheartedly.
never regret it. It was something that made me um, realize how strong you know I can be, and um, with the effort I can, I can take. Now I'm not gonna lie to you. I had my struggles, <clears throat> and you might ask, well, "What were your struggles?" My struggles was trying to live up to the normal college life. There goes that word again. Normal. So what was the normal college life, you may ask? Some drinking. Smoking. Partying. You know. Basically, besides you being in class, your college life is very, uh, supposed to be, according to society, be very, um, Irresponsible. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I had my child, I found out how many people also had children. But they wasn't at school taking care of them. They were with a grandma or grandpa with peoples or whatever. See, I never had that luxury. Me and the mother of my children never had that luxury. So that wasn't our norm, you know. Um, but that's also something I, I was willing and we were willing to deal with was, hey, we may not have the normal college lifestyle, but at the end of the day, we're not here for that. We're here for a purpose. We're here for a reason. We're here to make sure this little girl that we have gets the best that we possibly can give her so she can go on and do the same for her kids and so on Um, at that time. So. That was our norms. Now, me personally, I struggle with it because, um, shit, it's college. It's, it's hard not to want to go to the parties and all that. Like, when you have a child in, a, in an atmosphere like college, um, it's, it can be very difficult. And I would see why some some people who had kids would let their kids stay with their grandmothers because maybe for them that's the best place because they're not ready yet to let go of the irresponsibility or there's just maybe too uh, overwhelming for them. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that may be it, you know. So, um, yeah. I struggle with that a whole lot. People who are around me that knew me, they can tell you. They can tell you a whole lot. You know? Um, but I also was dealing with a bunch of other issues. So that kind of, it kind of got balled up into it. But for the most part, you know, the common denominator was I want to. I just want to be like the rest of the college kids. I just want to be irresponsible. I just want to get high all the time. I want to get drunk all the time. I want to do this all the time, you know. Um, so that was my mindset back then. I felt like I was missing out on something. Now that I'm thirty, and I look back, it's like I wasn't missing out on any of that. Like, you know. Um, I just wasn't. It wasn't nothing to miss out on. You know what I'm saying? Um, besides some trouble, maybe. You know what I'm saying? But for a person like me who grew up in 
uh, semi-sheltered um, household. You know, um, I didn't go out a whole lot when I was in, like, teenage years and things like that. Um, I didn't, um, I didn't go out, you know. People had, like, parties and sleepovers and things like that. I, you know, I, I never, never got down like that. Um, my parents were older, so... My experience was different. My norm was different, right? So, this was my norm, was to stay at home with my parents and just chill. Um, sometimes I did, you know, I did want to go and have fun with my friends, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, I made a decision to not, you know, because... My parents mean more than a time. I was literally scared of. Um, I talked. I talked about this, you know, with my brother also. I was literally scared of. We were scared of, you know, um, leaving our mother there by herself and coming back. You know, her being passed away because she had a seizure. Nobody was there to catch her. Or nobody there was there to bring her this and bring her what she needed, you know, for the time being. She was having a hard time. So to uh, nullify that, you know, we stayed, you know what I'm saying, stayed in the orbit. You know, we went outside, you know, and things like that. Um, of course, my, my, my brother was very grown, so he was more out and about working and making things happen. So, um, but me, you know, I was still in high school, so... Um, I stay in the orbit and whatever needed to be done that I could do, I, I did it, you know. Um, so, um, but you may think about some things in your life that you deem normal, you know. Some people's norms are not as negative, right? I think you have different level of norms. Uh, I think at one point, not at one point, but I think the first tier of normal is personal like your personal norm like you know when you were a kid you know your mom your dad or your granny she got off work at four o'clock you know and she'll be home at about 427 you know what i'm saying like you knew that that was that was your normal like you knew whatever you was gonna do after school your ass better be home by 427. Your ass is going to be grass. She's going to tell you when you knock on the front door, turn right back around, go to that bush behind that tree, pick out that switch. Don't want it to be skinny. Pick it up. If you picked them wrong, get two of them. Twist it up. You don't want them problems. So your ass was at the crib at 427. You know what I'm saying? But you did that because you knew it was going to be the norm and she was going to be there, you know? So when something not normal. Say something happened at work, she had to stay late. And you came home, and it was 427, and she wasn't there. Now you're beginning to worry, right? Why are you worrying? Because she's or he's not there at the normal time that they're there. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think about normal on the second tier is society's norms, right? Um, Society has, like, weird timelines on when you're supposed to do certain shit. Like, 
They got timelines when you're supposed to get married. They got timelines when you're supposed to have your kids. And they got timelines of when you should have me and goddamn dollars. And you know what I'm saying? They got timeline on everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, they just have a timeline for it. I don't know who made the shit, right? We never know who make this shit up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's some crazy shit. We just be out here saying shit, and we don't know who the fuck made it up, right? So we really just talking out the side of our ass. You know what I'm saying? So according to simplypsychology.org, social norms are unwritten rules about how to behave. They provide us with an expected idea of how to behave in a particular social group or culture. For example, we expect students to arrive to a lesson on time and complete their work. Okay. Word hippo <laughs> says the customary code of polite behavior. It got the behavior with the U in it, so it's behavior. Some shit like that. That shit's stupid. Anyway, society of or among members of, of a particular profession or group, uh, societal norm, cultural norm, right? Um, so, societal norms, um, they're just like you like like the you know, definition from simply psychology says uh, un, unwritten rules. You know what I'm saying? Like we all go through life, especially. In high school, or better yet, when you get to that point of where you're like, uh, I want to say early 20s, right? Um, I know for men, um, you know, it's, it's a societal norm. Like, hey, before you get, and before you get like 21, man, you, you gotta, you know what I'm saying? You gotta blast one off, man. Like, not and not by yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Societal norms tell us, you know, us men, like, look, before you even get out of high school, you gotta lose your V card, man. You cannot go out into this world with that V card in your wallet. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I don't know if it's that same way for women, but I know one societal norm for women, a big one, is like when they get like in there. I want to say. Mid to late twenties, early thirties, they start thinking about the biological clock, right? Their grandmothers and mothers telling about this biological clock. That girl, you better get you a husband, get you a man, and have you some babies. I want some grandbabies. It's about time. Don't you think it's about time for some babies? Don't you think it's about you know what I'm saying? I've heard these things. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, just throughout life and it's crazy because it's like damn like y'all gonna try to put a whole baby on that girl she may not be ready for a baby <laughs> you know what i'm saying like she may not be be ready to have a whole child and bring that child to this world but you pressure her into bringing a child to this world so she makes a child right with somebody that it's 50 50 ball it's in there either it can either go this way or that way um, and a lot of times it goes that way. So you take care of the child. Um, some people they scorn, you know, the daughter was, you know, you had a baby. Oh, how can you 
you know, do this and da 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 da. And, you know, so, but they feel a pressure. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, acceptable things that are more acceptable in a group, you know. Um, so, like I said, with women, it may be a biological clock. Like, especially, like, I'm 30, so a lot of women of my age, they get to the point where they ask where all the men go. <laughs> where the husband's at, like all that shit, and it's because by societal norm they are thirty. So by societal norm, it's like, well, maybe it's time for me to have some kids. You know, and they already if they already had kids. It's like, well, maybe it's time for me to find a husband. Husband, husband. I'm thirty years old, haven't found a husband. You know what I'm saying? So they go on this mad hunt, and some dudes do the same thing. Some dudes get the same pressure from grandma. Hey, when you gonna give me some grandkids, some grandbabies? You ain't found you no little, no little hot thing yet. You know what I'm saying? Dump it off in, give me some babies and things like that. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's another uh, topic for one day. Have generation in front of us through it. Through our ass on some dummy missions. But look, anyway, um, norms can change according to the environment, right? Or they can change according to the situation and the culture. That's my next one. That's number three. Cultural norms. Um, let me finish this one first, though. Um, in culture, in which they are found. People's behavior will also change accordingly. Social norms may also change or be modified over time. Like back in the days, it was normal for them to be beating on black people, hanging them up, fucking them up. That was the norm back then. Yep. Or it was the norm back then to harm or, you know, just look down upon uh, anybody who didn't choose to. I guess, um, agree with the social norms, whether it's gender identity or whatever. You see a lot of that now. Um, so because certain people don't like, um, how somebody looks or color of their skin or what they identify with, they would do harm to them. And one of the things I guarantee you were here is, well, it's not normal for this and this and that. You know, that's their excuse. You know, but that's time for another time. Um, so these are some, some 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 social norms, some examples, some notes I've taken. You know, in these past days, getting ready for this podcast, these are some notes I've taken regarding to public behavior, social norms regarding public behavior. Shake hands when you meet someone. You know, your granddaddy, your daddy, and your granddaddy tell you shake hands and look them in the eye when you firm handshake. That's a that's an example of a social norm. You know, um, don't stand close enough to a stranger to touch arms or hips. Do not you know? Do not cuss in you know polite conversation. Like, don't be like, man, I need to know what the fuck they doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not a social norm. You know what I'm saying? Um, don't pick your nose in public. Don't scratch your ass in public. You know what I'm saying? There's a line. Take your bitch ass to the back of the line instead of cutting in the front. You're going to start a fight. When somebody sneezes, say, bless you. If you hit a bump, somebody say, 
My bad. Uh, you know. I'm sorry. Flushing the toilet. Washing your hands. That's a, supposed to be a social norm, you know. Now, <clears throat> I'm a truck driver also, so I've seen my share of motherfuckers not washing their hands. Shit is the most disgusting shit in the fucking world. But, hey, it is what it is, man. Like, you just got to just, just make sure you do this shit. Just make sure you flush and wash your hands. You know what I'm saying? Um, dressing appropriately for the environment that you're in. You know, if you go into a ballroom, you don't need to be wearing no, you know what I'm saying? No, uh, ah, perfect example. Remember when um, Aretha Franklin passed away? And people were talking about Ariana Grande and what she was wearing wasn't for the environment. She was wearing a very low cut dress. She don't really have a body like that, so she can get away with that. If that was a woman of, you know, if that was if she was, you know, built a little bit more thicker, she wouldn't have got away with that. That dress would have, you know, rised up, showing them cheeks at the funeral. And that ain't what it is. But anyway, people were calling her out because they felt like she wasn't dressed appropriately. Appropriate. Appro- appropriately. There we go. For the setting. It's Aretha Franklin's funeral. You're going to wear the Gucci cutter dress. That's what people were saying. You know what I'm saying? Uh, people were focused on other than the funeral and other things and shenanigans like that. But that's a great example of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that's a great example. Uh, that's the best one. That's right off the dome, freestyle. So, my next and last tier of norms uh, is cultural norms, right? Um, cultural norms vary widely across all cultural groups. There's so many different types of cultures. And the norms of those cultures are, you know, agreed upon or, you know, unwritten, you know, rules around, you know, from the village to the big city. It's certain norms for certain people of certain cultures that uh, people follow. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, sociologists speak of at least four types of norms. Folkways, mores, taboos, laws, Right? Um, are known as to be customs. You know, it's just a, a standard of behavior that is socially accepted with that group, but it's not morally significant, you know. Um, for instance, you burping at the buffet after eating dinner, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, after you eat the restaurant, everybody sitting around, you just let one go, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, it's... People will say, hey, you fucking up. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you bullshitting. That's an example of, you know, like a, a folk way uh, norm. Mores are norms of morality. Breaking mores like attending church in the nude, right? You ever seen them churches in the country towns? Some, you know, some of those very strict churches have signs like, hey, all women wear pants. We ain't trying to see them thighs. You know what I'm saying? And thighs and them yams when they come down the aisle. 
that collection plate. You already know how it is if you've been to a black church and you see them thighs and yams walk down, you can drop in that envelope off and watch them thighs and yams walk back. But you're not gonna get you're not gonna get you are not gonna get me on this pot. You know, hey, it's a trip pill, man. I'm gonna keep one hundred. You're not gonna sit and act like you ain't watch that lady with that fat ass walk down and put the envelope in the benevolent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and watch her walk all the way back. You know what I'm saying? All the way back. So, what you call the Holy Ghost? Hey. Anyway. Uh. <coughs> 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 yeah. Trill Pill Podcast. I stand in there. I'm not editing that cough out. Anyway. Um, taboo. Culture. Um, it's a culture that absolutely forbids them. Like incest. You know. <clears throat> uh, the incest. You know. You having it out for your stepsister. Banging your stepsister. Banging your mama. Banging your daddy. Like. That's totally weird shit. That's some taboo shit. You know what I'm saying? It happens more times than not. If you, you know, all you got to do is do a little, you know, the research. It happens more times than not. It's weird. Shouldn't happen. That's why it's deemed as a taboo norm. Yeah, and finally, laws are a formal body of rules enacted by the state, backed by the power of the state. Right, so virtually, like all taboos, the child abuse is put in law, you know. Um, although not all Moors are, for example, wearing a bikini in the church, you know, it may be offensive, but it's not the law, right? Some laws can fall in upon a, um, the umbrella of law, you know. It's a law not to beat the holy hell out of your child. That's not normal, you know. Um, excuse me, unfortunately for some people, it may be, but um, it's not. You see, and if you see something like that, you know, do what you need to do. Stop it. So, wrapping this up. Um, right now we sit in time we're dealing with COVID nineteen. We're sitting here wondering when things will get back normal. And I once, you know, I, my daughter, 11 years old, she asked me, Daddy, will it ever get back to normal? And I told her, I don't know, and I don't know if anything was normal. From the beginning, with, I don't know if this was just the world as it was, and a lot of us have been living in that fog, and now we realize that, damn, you know, this shit is going out of control. For some people, it's like, yeah, it definitely out of control, right? You have to be a lot older enough to understand, to come from an era where things were deemed as calmer, you know, to notice the difference, right? I was born in 1990, and all this shit seemed crazy to me. So, even what's going on right now, um, 
and not that it doesn't seem normal, but it seems quite regular to me that um, shit is not looking as good as people are making it. A lot of things have been sugarcoated, right, in our society, our, our economic status as a country, United States. We're the biggest, we're the baddest. Uh, we do this, do that. It took approximately three to four weeks until this son bitch was crumbling, crumbling so much they had to send everybody that they had the spot. They gave everybody re up money. You know what I'm saying? They were like, "Look, the year been fucked up. We know people losing their jobs. Give y'all some re up money." You know, um, but. Even that money, if a person, shit is so expensive here in America, that may not be enough money for them to maintain their normal lifestyle. People have, you know, had to downgrade. Um, people have, you know, so some people, they came up. Some people were in, a, in the right position where it's like, psh, this little 1200 whatever, it, it worked for me and I'm going for it. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, it, it hit everybody a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? But the question is, will everything get back normal? With sports, you know, will we have fans again in sports? Um, will our kids go back to school as normal? Will some of us go back to work as normal? When will this some bitch get back normal? <laughs> it's a people that's wondering, right? And my answer to that is it been that way nothing that has happened recently is new this is just the first time that we find out about it this is just the first time we're able to see it this is one of the first time where we actually use this device that gives us information 24-7 365, 366 on the leap year about everything that's going on. Us to be able to go onto the the internet and dig and dig and dig and dig and dig and, dig and be exposed. So, my opinion is we're not going to wait. We shouldn't wait till things get back normal to keep our shit going. It's too much opportunity out here. It's too much money to make. Like Pimp C said, hey man, motherfucker. Go get a motherfucking bread truck. Yeah, we can go get a bread truck. During the pandemic, people still out here working. I haven't stopped working. To God be the glory. I'm a truck driver, so this shit got to keep going. But if you have, have to keep working, have to stop working. Um, keep your head up. Keep going. This is a blessing in disguise. No doubt about it. If you read the Bible... You'll be all right. Now, I'm not saying you got to believe in God and do that. But what I'm saying is he's looking for some type of guidance into what's going on. It, it don't have to be the only book you read. But, hey, it'll do you some good. It'll at least create a sense of calmness um, in this world of anxiety. Everybody is anxious because we don't know what the fuck going to happen. You know what I'm saying? This year we don't have people that we love die. Kobe, Chadwick Boseman, um, 
a lot of other people. A plethora of rappers, you know, young men that were on their way to financial freedom and or have achieved financial freedom. They got gunned down or caught up with the life that they used to live that they were trying to run away from. People that um, you, you may have lost some relatives to COVID or lost some people or lost some friends, but everybody has lost something. And me, personally, I think this is just making the playing field back equal in some way. And if people pay attention to what's going on, everybody should come away from this and realizing that it don't matter how much how much status you think you have in this world or money or material things or things that society deems as valuable that we're all the same and we're all affected all it takes is one thing and this whole motherfucker gets shut down and we've seen that we've seen people crying about bailouts <clears throat> when they had all the money in the world months ago now they need help you know we've seen our nation crumble our world crumble over and over and over again. So that tells me that we're going to be all right. This is another point in time where we have to adjust, right? Maybe we shouldn't be standing so fucking close together. Like six feet, little O said 50 feet. You know what I'm saying? Bad, bad, give me 50 feet. You know what I'm saying? So if. 50 feet can't be achieved the whole goddamn time. 6 to 10 be enough. Two armless away. Just like when you was in grade school and they, and they tell you a little ass to skip a square. Yeah, skip a square. Don't touch. Hands to your side. That may be an adjustment to some people that want to touch shit all the goddamn time. But for us who don't and don't really care about and be around people, this is all right for us. For me, been quarantining. <laughs> for my brother, been quarantining. Don't want to be bothered with no human beings. After we get, after we get done trading our time in for money, we want to come home and relax with no with nobody, or minimum people one, two, three, somebody that we choose to spend our time with. You know. So <clears throat> that being said, man, that's it. I went a little longer than I thought I was gonna do, but I kind of went on a tangent, and that's all right. It's the first episode, so I'm fucking with it. Trio Pill Podcast, right? Weekly prescription. Thursdays is when I'll be dropping these on Thursdays. So every Thursday, go to Spotify or any other one of your DSPs. Type me in. Look me up. I'll be there waiting on you with a pill in my hand telling you to not panic. Take it, bite down, sit down, let it kick in, and don't panic on that feeling of your body. That, that's just the trillness. That's just the, the the that's just the trillness oozing through the oozing through the phone. <laughs> it's oozing. It's oozing through the phone. That just the it's, it's it's shit you can't see like sound wave. You know what I'm saying? When I spit this shit, it's like the sound wave come hit you in the forehead and go down to your pinky toe. 
You know what I'm saying? This is the Trail Pill Podcast. This is what it is. This is what it's always going to be. Right now, I know it sounds a little raw, but I kind of like it like that. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. I'm about to get off here. Alright. I love y'all. <laughs> God bless you and yours. Be careful. Be safe. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Wash your ass. I'm out of here. Khalil Sneed, Trail Pill Podcast.